welcome to the Pervert's Paradise Podcast, or as we like to call it, the PP Podcast. I'm Raven. I'm Panda. And today we got two more hentai manga for you. Uh, my pick for this week is Oideo Misery UK Land. And Panda's pick this week is Gensokyo Futunari Cock Wrestling. Because last week Panda said he would find a wrestling manga so we can talk about wrestling and hentai in the same episode. And the mad lad did it. So first thing we're going to do, since this is the first take of this podcast, and we're not having to redo anything, right, Panda? Mm -hmm. All right, so we're going to start with Oideo Misery UK Land. What was that? It never happened. You can't prove it. (laughs) No one can prove it. All right, so we're starting with Misery UK Land. The cover is full color, and uh, down at the bottom it says Misery UK Land in classic Disney font, which leans into a lot of people calling this manga about the Disneyland of sex. And it's got the three main female characters. The middle one has is the cute redhead with cat ears. She's the main female character, and she's eating... Do we ever decide what the fuck this is? It's just chocolate. A chocolate cock? I think. Okay. I've seen those those somewhere before. Some video. I don't know what they were actually made out of, though. Did we see them at the porn store we go to? I don't think so. I remember seeing a video, though, in Japan where they had these. In the balls are in the balls are made out of marshmallows. Yeah, the balls do look like marshmallows. Like when they had the the penis parade thing in Japan. They had a penis parade in Japan. Yeah, that is amazing. It celebrates the penis. Let's fucking go! All right, so she's eating a chocolate penis. There's balloons that say "I love cock" on them, all streaming into the sky. And on the next page, you see the balloons streaming into the sky towards the sun, which I knew the entire time that uh, it looks like sperm going to an egg. It's a subtlety. I totally realized that the first time. Alright, so our story opens with... Goddamn, I forgot how many paragraphs it is. One, two, three, four, five, six paragraphs of solid text answering just about every question you could think of having about a theme park where people just have free sex. Like, how is this funded? Well, the author covers that. They, like, tripped over a fucking oil field. Um... It's in a giant retractable dome, so it's always the perfect amount of heat or cold, depending on the time of year. They can't get pregnant or have STDs because you have to have an STD inspection certificate at the, at the entry to the park. And also, everyone has to wear an ultra-thin condom manufactured to wear only sterile semen can pass through, not the actual sperm. 
and they're so thin it's like wearing nothing at all so the artist artist doesn't actually have to draw it and anything else that uh, you have a question about is probably answered in these six paragraphs so the story actually opens on a bus where we have two groups of people uh, two dudes and three women they're all having their own separate conversa- conversations and it kind of jumps back and forth between the two you know they're talking about uh, how cold it's going to be or whether they're nervous or not uh, and the bus comes to a stop and they all get up to exit and the main character and the main female character lock eyes in a lovey-dovey moment and I just realized they have the exact same face that's a little creepy like the mouth is open the exact same amount the eyes are the exact same they're all close <laughs> If you had told me that the main character just switches wigs, I would believe you. <laughs> That's how similar these two look. And it's not like the, oh, he just, you know, or, sorry, the author just draws them that way. Because everyone else looks different. They're going to be one of twins, aren't they? I, you know, <laughs> for hentai, I wouldn't put it past anyone. Surprise incest. Alright, so the next page is a gigantic shot of... It It literally looks like Disneyland, but it's for sex. Yeah, cock like balloon... Hmm? I like the fountain. Fountain's great. It's center. That is it's a cock fountain. spewing water, isn't it? That's great. I'm, I actually wonder if it... kind of wish it was in color so I could tell if that is water or not. It's just recycled semen. Could be a loo fountain too. A, a loo fountain? A lube fountain. Oh, a lube fountain, dude. That would be like perfect. Also, one of the cat, one of the uh, buses has cat ears. And a dick tail. And a, and a dick tail. Basically, if you look, you're gonna see cocks and balls like everywhere. I just noticed a cock and balls in one of the posters on the outside of the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm surprised the castle isn't more penis-like. I do like that has a dragon just going up it. Oh, yeah! Huh. I feel like this is a place you don't go in the Haunted Mansion. What, what would the Haunted Mansion be like? I think since people jump out at, jump out at, at the Haunted Mansion, they would just be doing it with... with just have trying to have sex with you as they're jumping out. Surprise sex. It's like ah, like even he would just turn. Hmm? He would just turn into the rape haunted mansion, probably. Yeah. Like oh no, I'm not going in there. All right. So the next page, page number eight, um, jam packed full of nudity. It's got four panels, and they all got something sexy do- doing in it. Um, a lot of people are wearing these, like, star-shaped or, like, whatever-shaped pasties over their nipples, and a pasty over their pussy, and that's it. Oh, sorry, and a collar for this one. Yeah, a lot of people are just wearing a few pasties, and that's it. 
And it kind of flashes around. Just You just see people fucking literally everywhere. Uh, got some nice Ahagao faces in the bottom left of page 9. I actually need a physical copy of this book, because this is really good. Um, I opened up how those dick, chocolate dick things were made. Did you find out? They're... I'm pretty sure they're a banana. With, uh, okay. It's like... Like skewered on a skewer, then you dip it in chocolate. With the uh, marshmallows as the balls. That sounds delicious, actually. Like, hmm. I kind of unironically want one now. Me too. Need to make these. Next time you come over, we'll make them. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the... So page 10 has our first cream pie on it. And... Basically, as soon as the guy's done, she's like, Alright, who's next? We're, you know... Keep it coming, keep it, keep it going. Free to use for everyone. And then we find our three female protagonists. The main female character is super fucking hot. And she's wondering if her outfit is really okay. Since it's just two strings and some pasties. Uh, they should assure her it's fine as more people fuck in the background. And then you get... <laughs> hmm? Just people walking around naked in the back. Oh, yeah. They're naked. They're, um, page 11, bottom bottom right. In the background is our three female leads talking. In the foreground is just sex. So it's like not even stressing the uh, importance of the conversation. And then the next page, we're introduced to more of the parks. How does everything work? So, you get one of three stickers. They're green, blue, and pink. And thank God it wrote that because it's black and white. So, they all just look gray. So, green means free touch. Touching with anyone is fine. Blue means kissing with anyone is fine. And pink means sex with anyone is fine. It's just free sex. Next page is the changing room where there's... Two ladies waiting to just suck you off and fuck you while you change into your ridiculous Missouri UK land outfit. Which the main male character has like, I don't want to say a shirt because it's not a shirt. Shirts go down past your nipples. Man, his nipples are really fucking low. Oh, where are my nipples? Yeah, this motherfucker has low-ass nipples. Because mine's like... Yeah, like light-filled nipples. Like, <laughs> like, how, like how low they're drawn. Trying to get them to the feet level where you have to draw them. Yeah, it's like the collarbone's way up here, and then the nipples are like almost down in the stomach. This is what happens when you hyperanalyze shit. Anyway, so his shirt ends just below the collarbone. And he's also wearing thigh highs. Kind of looks feminine in, in this one, but there's no pegging or yowie, I don't think. Um, he's offered sex by Paco Paco, which is just some girl saying weird shit 
And it turns out she's a staff member, and you have to actually pay to have sex with a staff member. So they're like, no, 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 freebies only. Plenty of freebies around. So then we get back to our main female characters, and Blondie is going nuts. She's been in the park all of, like, ten minutes, and she's just ready to fuck whoever. But, uh, I gotta start finding out their names. Oh, the, the main female character is Mai. So, they decide since it's her first time in the park, they're gonna kind of fuck with her. So, sitting across from them is a couple of old guys just stroking off. So, each one of Mai's friends grabs a leg and spreads him apart. And she's completely embarrassed. The guys, like, stand up and, like, walk over, still, like, jerking it. So it's like, hmm. It's kind of silly. They don't let them fuck Mai because she's only a beginner. They want to ease her into it. But Blondie's like, hey, you can fuck me instead. So they do. And she just gets plowed by both of them. The black-haired girl grabs Mai and is like, alright, let's do something. Let's, like, let's ease you into this. Let's go to the Ferris wheel. Now, the rules of the Ferris wheel is guys enter one side, girls enter the other side. Two Two people per cabin on the Ferris wheel. So you are automatically paired up with somebody. And the idea is, you go around the Ferris wheel, and you can just fuck in the Ferris wheel. It's the easy way to it. Main male character... His friend has a huge penis. Like, just now noticing, holy shit, that thing is huge. So, he, he shoves main male character into the uh, Ferris wheel, and he comes face to face with Mai. Like, you're the girl from the bus. She's like, you're the guy from the bus. They sit awkwardly next to each other in the Ferris wheel. They start talking about how, uh, you know, is it okay to do to do this? Like, you see they're both really nervous and both really green at this. So he just goes for it and grabs her tit. And they just kind of awkwardly look at each other. And then she grabs his dick and he goes to town in her pussy. They start making out, and she confesses that, yeah, she's nervous, but she's also a humongous pervert. And she wants to just fuck. Just like her friends. And now she can really cut loose. So he starts pounding her in the Ferris wheel, which I can only imagine would just rock that thing back and forth really hard. Be terrifying. Right. <laughs> like, we're going to flip upside down if we do it any harder. You know, I was going to remember, like, everyone else in the fair was also doing this. So the whole fair will just be rocking back and forth. Oh, shit. If they all get in rhythm with each other, it's like, rip off the Ferris wheel. It's like, oh, we got to stop this now. <laughs> There's a plot hole for you, Misery UK. Where's your explanation for this? Alright, so they fuck. He plays with their nipple. 
through the pasty. Like, the, the pasty really, really does nothing to hide anything. Uh, he comes inside her, which, again, no sperm, because magic condoms. Magic invisible condoms. And they get off the ride together to see the black-haired girl, Yuki. And the guy's friend, already hanging out. It turns out they know each other, and they kind of set this whole thing up for them. So they end up renting a cabin, which name drops the name of the park's currency, which is Fuckbucks. And what can I say? There's just a lot of fucking. They end up switching partners, to which the main character, despite having Yuki all over him, uh, seems... A little reserved. And Mai just gets absolutely pounded. And they talk about how rough his friend is. Compared to him, who's very gentle. So, And they like the contrast between the two styles. So it flashes forward and eventually Blondie shows back up. And she's like, sorry, I had to fuck literally everyone on the way here. I think we have different definitions of had to. Anyway, Yuki's still in a good mood. Mai is absolutely fucked to death. They go about ta- they talk about going to a parade, which is not really a parade. It's more of just a big con- congregation of people fucking randomly. But main character stays back with uh, Mai, and she can tell something's wrong with him. She can tell that uh, he's fallen in love with her. Aww. Now, knowing that, did it hurt his feelings seeing her fuck somebody else? Not really, because that's not what the story is about. This is a sex-positive story. He's like, I just like having sex with you. It feels special. Which... I can agree. Sex with someone you love is special. And she's like, oh, but I'm a pervert. I, I just love doing sexy things all the time, and I'll have sex with anyone. And he's like, you know what? That's okay. So he accepts her for who she is and asks her to go out with him. She says okay, but that they still don't know each other's names. <laughs> Now, Mai, we know Mai's name because they called her Mai several times. Uh, page 34. He's like, alright, let's get get along from here on out. My name is, and it cuts away, so we never get to find out what his name is. Instead, we cut to everyone else at the parade, covered in sweat and jizz and everything. Yuki's pole dancing, which is a fantastic sight. People are lined up doing doggy style. And it just ends with some really good sex scenes. The last, the last page... Um, I would call the last page of the uh, manga... Would be a night shot of the... Um, previous park photo... Where you can definitely see that the fountain is a cock. 
in case you missed it the first time. And that ends day one. This manga goes for like eight chapters, I believe. So there's eight days that it covers. Uh, we'll only cover the first one. So I don't think we need to really go much further than that. Um, there's also like half stories, like 1.5, 2.5. Go to page uh, 43. You find out his name. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch of all the people look for home. Oh, I didn't even realize this. If you click again, it goes to Mr. Ryu K-Land Attraction Overview. So there's more comic left. Yeah. Mai doesn't have her pasties. And they're going to the haunted house. Wow. We were just talking about this. Oh, uh, yeah, this, there's a lot of exposition dump. And just, a, like, it, 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 in, in, just in case you didn't get off on the previous story, here's a lot more sex to hopefully get you there. Oh, yeah, and here on page 40 is, is everyone's names. You have Mai, you have Yuki, and Blondie's name is Eri. And then Kai is the main character's friend, and the main character is Utah. Huh. The next page has all of them. And there are other outfits. They're alternate outfits. Yeah. Which isn't really much of anything. Yeah. I think... I think Yuki's actually wearing the most. Which is not a lot. Kai's penis is more of a normal length in this photo. Um, page 42 is an afterword that's all written in Japanese. And there doesn't seem to be any translation for it. And what the fuck is this? Page 43 is a meme? <laughs> yeah, this did have an anime adaptation, which is pretty much 100% like the manga. Although it covers uh, days 1 and 3. Whereas... And skips over the second day. Which... Isn't really a bad thing? I see, I can see why they did it. Because the second day is a lot more cerebral. Than uh, anything else. I, I randomly clicked through to the 1.5 story. And it's got a woman dropping off her kid at the daycare center from Misery UK land. And her kid's literally wearing a shirt that says, Son of a bitch. Alright, so what'd you think, Panda? I really like the art style. This one. Yeah, Misery UK's art really shines okay. through. Do you know what rating you would give this? Not really. I think we get ready. I I think I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten. Just because there was the, the art's really good. There was yeah. a lot of sex. It's just and it's all feel good. It's I'll like I'll also go with eight out of ten. That's, okay, that is really good. 
I'll go eight out of ten candy cocks. <laughs> All right. Oh, did you hear about OnlyFans? No. They uh, like last week when we talked about them fucking over their entire user base. Like the next day, it broke that uh, they rescinded that. So they're like, yeah, we uh, we want to be more inclusive, so we're suspending our uh, policy changes. Hmm. Which basically translates to, oh fuck, we realized we're not going to make any more money, come back. <laughs> like, wait, no, we messed up. We fucked up. We pulled a tumbler. Get back here. <laughs> like someone in their company had to be like, like, this is what happened to Tumblr when this happened. Like, oh. <laughs> They're dead now. <laughs> like, we, we can't do this thing. Yeah, it's like they're gonna work towards uh, I don't remember the exact quote, but it's like, work towards including everyone while still appeasing their bank overlords. Hmm. So I guess it just means playing both sides until someone gets pissed off, and then they just fucking kill their fan base again. Alright, so moving right along. Next we have Panda's pick of Gensokyo Futanari Cock Wrestling Reimu versus Marisa. I really like it already because I have played the game so I know these characters' names, but in a vacuum, let's say I didn't, their, na- their name dropped just on the cover. And then inside their name dropped like almost immediately. So the cover is Reimu and Marisa. Reimu in red... And white, like her Shrine Maiden outfit, and Marisa in her standard uh, witch clothes. This is going to be hard to censor for the video version. But they both got their cocks out and rubbing together. They're both... Both their cocks are covered? Which I'm not sure about. So this because uh, wearing like spandex or, or like stockings or something. Ah, uh, to play into the wrestling thing. Yeah. Okay, now I get it. I mean, it's it's basically so form fitting that you can see every definition of the uh, cock. So. You're really not losing anything to the imagination there. And then you flip the page, and it's the same picture, but uh, Marisa is coming. And you hear the the announcer... The announcer name drops both of them. It's like, oh, Marisa sends come... Reimu's skillful hand job made her come. And it's like, okay, now I can infer 
that the girl in black is the one called Marisa because she's the one orgasming at this time. And yes, it shoots out through her leggings, as they call it. Her third legging. When I first read this, I read the, the announcer's voice and an actual announcer's voice. All I could hear is... <laughs> like an old-timey announcer? No, like Excalibur's uh, voice. Uh, from AEW. <laughs> I think all I hear is his voice. Because he would be the only one giving this most detailed def- of, like stuff. Okay, I just information. I just read it in his voice, and it works way too well. <laughs> right. that, uh, okay, that's that's cool. I, mm, that's gonna be hard for hard to beat. All right, so you flip the page again, and this is a introductory page. It has a it has Marisa in her wrestling gear, cock fully erect. It says, caution, this book is a parody manga of Toho Project. However, it has my own outrageous setting, so if you think you can't handle it, please close the book immediately and run away. Don't worry, you're okay here. Also, I should say, this is our first Futanari manga on our podcast. Didn't take long at all. And it's like, don't worry. Let me say this before they begin. Don't worry about the details like, why do they have a dick or why are they fighting? So they're going Mystery Science Theater on us. I'm okay with this. It works. It does. So you got the announcer in a stadium full of people. Which, not gonna lie, I, I, I would pay to see two hermaphrodites fuck each other in the middle of a wrestling ring. Um, but they're here to crown the first GFCW Kintsokyo Fukunari Cock Wrestling Champion. And the announcer is named Aya. And for analysis is Nagei Iku. From the heavens. These are all characters that you would you'll you'll know if you played the game, but if you haven't, quick introductions. You know, like first couple of pages. So I don't have to be like main character, main character with blonde hair. God, I just appreciate it so much. Alright, OBS, do not crash on me. I see you freezing. Want to do it. Don't fucking do it. I'm smashing the goofy meme. Do it. I'll fucking do it. I'll kill him and I'll do it again. Just just put the OBS picture over top the goofy face. (laughs) Okay, we're still going. Sweet. So it probably recorded everything we said. (laughs) I can't see my levels anymore, though. Okay. So we'll just move right along into it. So moving right along into it, they announce the uh, the rules for the match, which are basically no flying, no magic, no abilities, no weapons. So everything in Toho, sweet, is outlawed. <gasps> um, if you come, that is a knockdown, because the penis goes down. 
And if you cannot get your penis back up before the count of ten, you are KO'd. That's also no rope break. Yep, no rope breaks. <laughs> I, I actually really, really like this explaining of the rules, because it's fun, it's whimsical, mm-hmm. and it comes into play. Yeah. So then we introduce the two fighters. Remu, they show who Remu is. Marisa, they show who Marisa is. Excellent. It really just makes my job fucking easier. So they... They're, they're, they're going hard into the wrestling without, like, being too over into it. Like, they sum up each fighter's I guess I've yawned for two fucking seconds. If they sum up each fighter's abilities and what they're usually, uh, their strengths and weaknesses are, and then they get two full-page shots of each fighter. Gotta say, I'm not usually a Reimu stan, but she is really hot in this. And then our second full page is of Marisa, who's my baby. I love Marisa. She's hilarious. Alright, and she cannot use her magic. And her nipples are just shooting out past her bra. It's fantastic. Referee calls for a fair and square fight. They go back to their corners. They ring the bell and Remu disappears. Turns out she dropped low and charged Marisa. And then tackled her down and got her in a dick hold. Where she's stroking and stroking and stroking furiously. And her hand job is so good that Marisa's about to bust already. But wait. The twist. Remu says, It wouldn't be interesting if I finished you too quickly. So she allows Marisa to get back up. And Marisa, Marisa gets up. They face down. And again, Remu disappears. She reappears with Marisa's dick all the way down her throat. Her deep throat blowjob. Still kind of throwing me off that both their penises are covered. Not that they have penises. That's not confusing me at all. Uh, pick your battles, I guess. Uh, she calls this move Dreamlike Vacuum. And she grabs Marisa's ass so that Marisa can't escape from it. So Marisa comes up with a brilliant tactic of just going into it balls deep. So she grabs uh, Remu's head and just shoves it on, on. And just shoves it all the way down. This makes it to where Remu can't breathe. So she'll end up having to break the hold herself. Very good strategy. Indeed, I actually, <laughs> I like this. It's it's not just oh everyone's just coming, let's just have sex. It's like no, we're gonna do cock wrestling, and it's actually going to be like strategy and thought and everything. So Remu uh, releases the hold. And Marisa is just edging and twitching and so ready. 
and Remu pounces on her again and starts giving another hand job. She asks Marisa to give up. Marisa says she will never give up, but instead comes everywhere. She's got uh, Remu behind her saying, show off your bow-legged ejaculation. Which pretty much describes this panel. She's like squatted down, bow-legged, and just jizzing straight through her, uh, her legging. Her cock-legging. Third legging. So, they're like, go back to neutral corner, and the referee starts counting. So, we're already going by the rules. So, Marisa struggles and fights, and slowly gets her cock back up on the count of nine. Your uh, standard wrestling panic spot. So, Remu charges again, but this time... As she gets close, she just flops down on the on the ground in a sitting position on her knees. Everyone's like, what happened? And Marisa's grabbing her hat. So Remu does it again, and same thing happens. She ends up sitting on her knees, flushed, moaning, and no one can quite see what's happening. It turns out our faithful thief is cheating she has an own a hole sex sleeve and keeps like slipping it out and slipping it on Remu's uh Remu's dick and then hiding it again real quick but now she's just going the town on her dick with it uh in full view. And of course the commentators are saying how she is risking a penalty doing this. Because again, you're not allowed to use weapons. And this counts as a weapon. But she doesn't care and keeps going with it. The referee calls to see if... uh starts counting to, to disqualify Marisa. But Marisa uses her... Nat 20 um, persuasion check to say, there's a Grim Reaper in the stands over there spectating while loafing on the job. And the referee is distracted. Meaning, well, something would actually happen, wrestling. Right. That's so good. This happens all the time in wrestling. Distract the referee and then cheat. So I guess that makes Marisa the heel and Remu the cocky face. So, Remu struggles and struggles and fights, but she can't escape. And eventually, she comes to. Page 24 has a really good shot. It's like an underneath shot of Remu, like, bucking into the air while she's coming. You get to see just really nice anatomy. Marisa, not Remu, Marisa starts stroking Remu's cock into her uh, Remu's own mouth and then the referee finally gets wise and turns around just in time to start counting Remu for the knockdown but everything backfired cause the sex sleeve had an aphrodisiac in it so Remu gets back up at the count of two 
She's like, all right, I'm already hard. Let's go. And Reimu offers a fair and square fight. And Marisa accepts, but I really wish she would have just kept cheating. Because that's a very Marisa thing to do. So they decided to do the only honorable thing, and that's 69. So Reimu was going to town on Marisa, and it's obvious that Marisa doesn't have the blowjob skills to beat Reimu. So she turns her attention to fingering. Not just her pussy, but her ass, too. Which is a very sensitive spot for Reimu, apparently. And they're just going to town on each other. They're both sucking each other's dicks. And the announcer's putting it over great. It's like, neither side will yield an inch. Which one of them will come first? Neither side is backing down. And it looks like they both come at the same time. So it's a double knockout. D- double knockdown. We got to see who can get up first. The referee counts. Seven, eight, nine, ten. It's a draw. Double KO, which sets the crowd on fire. And... I don't know if they mention here, but they mention it in Chapter 2 that this means they're co-champions. Which is a very not-wrestling thing to do. But I would like to see it in wrestling. <laughs> cool. Yeah, coaching. Could you imagine, like, a, a face and a heel being co-champions? <laughs> That'd be great if this be arguing constantly about who is actually the winner. Right. They can't wrestle again because they both have the belt still. Mm-hmm. Would you wrestle both of them? If someone challenges them? Yeah, that's a really good question. You gotta beat one than the other, then you become champion. What if it's like you have every title match is a handicap match? Because they're co-champions. Alright, we've dig- digressed enough talking about actual wrestling. Um, the comic ends, dot dot dot, or does it? And it goes off to a side story, which the side story is like a non-canon, I guess? Thing where it goes over, there's a double knockout, matches over. But the crowd is all fired up. So they charge into the ring. And that was, here's where you get your good old-fashioned hentai rape. It's both Marisa and Reimu are pinned down, and they're just like, hey, we're just too damn horny from watching you fight. So they get wrecked. They get stroked. They get mouth-fucked. They get ass-fucked. They get pussy-fucked. Any fucking way they can fuck, they fuck. Marisa is fucked through the tights. So they don't even take her tights off. And you actually get to see some really good, uh, really well-drawn tits now. They're not covered up uh, at all. Both Reimu and Marisa come. And everyone else 
sort of bukake style comes on them. And you basically get just a, a few pages of extras. Which, number... Page 41 has a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure reference. It's Marisa just asking what a bunch of items do. And there's a mask that turns you into a vampire. And the last page is the back cover to the uh, front cover. Duh, no shit. That has the announcers talking... And one of them actually has their phone out and just taking pictures. Nice little touch there. Uh, I, d- I did go ahead and read a little bit in the chapter two, and apparently Raymu and Marisa tag team together in that one. But I have no idea who wins. Hopefully Raymu and Marisa. I just want to make that my second pick. <laughs> next time. <laughs> Let's just, just go through the whole damn thing. We're doing all of this. All of this. So much more wrestling. Alright, so this one I thought was really good. It may, Maybe that's just because I'm a wrestling fan, but I like that they actually tongue-in-cheek they're like, yeah, this is a wrestling match. Duh. Yeah. They're not like, oh, it's wrestling. Oh, they're just having sex with in no... Wrestling ring. <laughs> in, in a wrestling ring. Which a, yeah. a lot of them I found is just that. Yeah. But no, this is like actual strategy. It's sexy. Yeah. But... I like that there's rules. Yeah, there, there's rules. It's fun rules, too. Like, you could probably take this and make a really, like, uh, drawn-out series out of it. Oh, well, I don't want this as a video game now. I was gonna say anime. <laughs> like, create your own create your own wrestler kind of thing. Yeah. Create your own cock wrestler. You get to choose what to put over the cock. You know, like, when I first read it, I was really down on the fact that you couldn't actually see any bare-skinned cocks. But reading it again on the podcast, I'm like, I don't really give a shit. Like, I stopped caring, because... I don't know, I just... I like it. Do I like it more than Misery UK Land, though? What do you think? I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten. A nine out of ten. I really liked it. It is really good. Mostly because they just had actual wrestling stuff in it. Mm-hmm. The thing was perfect. Yeah, it really adapted. It 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 perfectly blended sex and wrestling. The way the referee just turned down, turned around on Riaz, then used to turn around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Classic wrestling. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10 cock sleeves. And cheaty cock sleeves. 
chd cox leaves because i i, I the, the the more i read it the more i enjoy it I might just go ahead and read the other ones in my leisure time, too. Alright, so that about does it. Anything else you'd like to bring up, Banda? Thanks. Bring it up. Yeah, I, I figured, but I'll still ask you, like, every fucking yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> One time also, yes. Well, then you better have something to talk about, then. <laughs> All right. So thanks everyone for listening and or watching, depending on the medium. Uh, we are on YouTube at uh, Perverts Paradise Podcast. We're on Twitter at Perverts Podcast. Uh, you can check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you like to listen to podcasts. We are on basically everything except Apple Podcasts, because fuck Apple. They're really hard to make an account for. If you're watching the video, don't forget to subscribe. And if you're listening to the audio, don't forget to hit the follow button. And we will see you next time for more cock sleeve pleasure. I don't know. I should really write my outros down beforehand. So it's more genuine. I don't know. Good night. Yeah.